The Advanced Propulsion Centre has been supporting the development of hydrogen fuel cell and hydrogen internal combustion propulsion systems. My name is David James and in this short series of interviews I'm talking to some of the leaders in the field of hydrogen transport. For this interview I travelled to Ballymena in Northern Ireland to meet Neil Collins, the CEO of Wrightbus, who with APC support developed the world's first hydrogen double-decker bus. So Neil, just talk about Wrightbus as a company, what do you guys do? So we've been building buses here in Ballymena back as far as 1946 and we not only build buses, we develop them from the ground up here as well. So we have a large engineering team designing buses and then we build our own chassis. We then body them, finish them and then homologate them, make them road legal and we export them uh, across the UK, Ireland and Europe. So there's been a big change in the way that people are thinking about transport more broadly and it's the zero carbon agenda. What, what kind of impact has that had on Wrightbus? It's absolutely huge. This is the biggest change in the bus industry in 75 years, the move away from diesel to zero emissions. And if we look at 2021, 70% of what we built was diesel. This year, 2022, 70% of what we build will be zero emissions. So that's a sea change in our industry. Uh, who's driving that? What, why, is, why is that happening? So government policy, along with the local transport authorities and government, are setting very, very aggressive targets in terms of greening their fleets. And mass transport is a great way to impact the carbon footprint of so many people. So we're driving that way. And a lot of the transport operators are saying by 2035, they'll have fully zero emissions fleets. Now, there's different ways you can turn a bus zero emission. Just talk about the technologies Bright Bus are looking at. So Wrightbus, we're very proud to say that we launched the world's first hydrogen double-decker bus back at the end of 2020, but we also do battery electric as well. So we're technology agnostic. So we will do the route analysis with the bus operator or local transport authority, and we will tell them you need, for that route, you either need battery electric or you need hydrogen, and both have their place in the market. So talk about the uptake of hydrogen buses. Well, it's been very good. We have fleets now across five areas of the UK and Ireland. So we have buses in Aberdeen, in Birmingham, in London, in Belfast and Dublin. And those buses now have covered more than a million miles and saved 1,600 tonnes of CO2. So a million miles, what kind of feedback are you getting from customers? The feedback's been tremendous. I mean, our buses are designed from the ground up as a zero emissions offering. So we haven't tried to take the zero emissions technology and squeeze it into an existing diesel bus, which does compromise passenger space and the ride. We've designed it from the ground up. And from that point of view, the customers don't see in the salon space they're traveling in any difference between that and an existing diesel bus. However, the ride's significantly quieter and far less vibration. So it's a much more pleasant environment to travel on. Um, the million dollar question is, total cost of ownership. What, what are operators telling you about owning a hydrogen bus versus a diesel bus? And what do we do about the business case if things need to be changed? Well, obviously with, with grant aid on diesel at the minute, the total cost of ownership of a diesel bus is lower than a hydrogen bus. Obviously the capital costs lower because you have a very established technology against the technology really in its infancy in terms of mass transport. But what we're looking at is as we move through the generations of fuel cells and powertrains, those costs will come down as technology gets smarter 
and as volumes increase. So we see it's not going to be too long before on a, on a TCO model that hydrogen will get to parity with diesel. And what needs to happen? What, what can accelerate this? Because this is, this is a priority, not just for the government, but internationally for everybody, it's a priority. What, what needs to happen to accelerate that? So we need to get more volume into the market. We need to get a bigger volume of hydrogen production into the market to get the fuel cost down as well. Because typically at the moment, the fuel cost is probably double what it needs to be to get us to party with diesel. And we need more adoption in other industry sectors like truck, because hydrogen technology suits longer run, higher speed routes. So truck will lend itself to that very well. So when truck gets into it, along with more adoption on mass transport and bus, we'll see the price of that technology coming down. Uh, in terms of business cases, I guess buses, corporation buses, city buses work quite well because you can operate from a depot. Just talk about the considerations that people need to have about adopting hydrogen in terms of the infrastructure. So, yes, at the minute it suits very well where you're operating in and out of the one depot on a, on a certain route. But buses aren't the only technology that do that or the only industry sector that do that. We can look at refuse truck, we can look at emergency service vehicles, we can look at delivery vans, etc. All these industry sectors can move to hydrogen as well because they are covering longer miles, higher speeds, but do have that ability to go in and out of depot. And that, that'll lend itself very well to hydrogen technology. Now we're talking today because of the Advanced Propulsion Centre have provided funding for a project. Just talk about the project in broad terms. So the bus I'm actually sitting on now was developed with funding with APC, obviously uh, designed and built by ourselves. And we're now looking at the next generation uh, of hydrogen fuel cell. Between ourselves and APC, we are funding an 11.2 million pound project to develop that next generation, which will be more efficient. It'll be cheaper, more cost effective, and therefore on a TCO model offers better value to bus operators. Uh, just talk about that then, because that, that's what we're looking at. The next generation, from a business point of view, rather than getting into the technical weeds, what are we trying to achieve? Well, we're trying to achieve significant cost reduction uh, in terms of the technology. And we're also trying to increase the efficiency of the actual fuel cells and how that fuel cell integrates into the powertrain of the bus itself. And how important is it to build a UK-wide supply chain, but it's not just one company doing this, is it? It needs to be the whole supply chain, but not just the supply chain for the vehicles, supply chain for the hydrogen, etc. How important is it to have a holistic approach to hydrogen? Well, we as a business are fundamentally moving ourselves away from being a bus manufacturer into being an end-to-end -end, uh, supplier. So we will offer help with infrastructure and planning. We will offer the fuel through a sister company called Rise. We will offer funding through asset management capital, and we will offer the, the vehicle itself. And then the aftercare, which is critically important as well, to making sure that asset performs when it's out and about on the road. And in terms of the APC funding, what difference has it made to write bus as a business? It, it's been critical. It's been absolutely critical. The, the bus we sit on now was, was really, in terms of single deck bus, the bus that's set us on a journey to not only look at what we can do in the UK in terms of single deck bus, and we already have orders in lead orders in place for this type of single deck hydrogen vehicle, but it's, it's allowed us to look at export. So we actually, believe it or not, have customers on site today from Germany who are looking at single deck hydrogen buses for Cologne. 
and we are also looking at projects in Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong and Australia. So this is going to be a growth of export for UK and UK supply chain, all underpinned by APC funding. Now that's one thing that APC funding's always focus on is it's not so much technology demonstrators, it's more how do we take a technology and turn it into a good business. Just talk about some of the wider business benefits you can see coming out of this type of funding. Well, if we if we look across Europe in particular, and we look at the German government going to spend £8 billion over the next 10 years on hydrogen mobility projects, APC funding feeds perfectly into that. We're also seeing the French government looking at green hydrogen projects. We're seeing the Italian government going to spend $6.2 billion between now and 2050 in the greening of the fleet busways in Italy. So this funding is underpinning the foundations for us and also the UK supply chain to actually drive and grow in these markets. What would you like to be saying to, to the politicians about what next? What's, what's next? What's needed? How do we get there? So what we need from government is more funding to really, really engage the wider economy in the UK in green hydrogen and green hydrogen projects because the UK can become a world leader in green hydrogen technology. And if we are early adopters in that, there is a great opportunity to grow a really brilliant export market, not just for bus, for for many vehicles. And in fact, if we're producing green hydrogen from renewable sources, obviously in the UK, wouldn't it be great to see the UK not being dependent on fuel being imported into the country? Uh, Anything else you want to say, particularly eyes to the future, perhaps? From our point of view, we see battery technology and hydrogen technology sort of going hand in hand for a number of years. But it's our belief that in the future, hydrogen technology on bigger vehicles covering further range at higher speeds, hydrogen will be the winner. And from our point of view, we will continue to invest heavily uh, as right bus in that technology. And may not just be right bus in the future, we may be looking at using our powertrains uh, on other vehicles as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this interview. To find out more about hydrogen transport and the work of the Advanced Propulsion Centre in supporting low carbon mobility, visit apcuk.co.uk.